Welcome to the Midweek Season 2. I'm your host, Scotty Beth, and I'm so glad that you're here. Every other week, we are going to be having conversations with different parents about what it looks like to parent through the phases. Every stage of your child's life, from birth to adulthood, is categorized into a phase, and we want to help equip you in each one. So whether you are listening as you are driving to work, waiting in the car pickup line, or walking on the treadmill, we hope these conversations empower and encourage you on your parenting journey as you continue to love God, love others, and impact this world and your kids with Jesus. It is another Wednesday, which means it is time for another episode of The Midweek. We are so glad that you are listening in today. Our podcast guest for today is Mr. Robert Wenger. Robert, thanks for being on the pod. Thanks for having me. So today we are diving into the conversation about raising high school aged kids. And Robert, you and I have known each other for a couple of years. But for those that don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, yeah, Scotty Beth. Um, I would guess it's probably been more than a couple, it more has, like five sure. or so. <laughs> um, my name's Robert, um, and uh, I'm a dad of three daughters. And so I was, I was blessed to have uh, three three daughters. The oldest is 21 now. She graduated several years ago in the midst of uh, COVID. Yep. And then um, Miriam, uh, uh, that was Amelia. Miriam, our second, is um, 17. She's about to graduate this year from high school. Mm. And then my youngest is Lillian, and she's 13, or just about to turn 13 in just a week or so. Oh my so she's about, just about to join those teenage years. Not quite to high school yet, <laughs> but just about to join the teenage years. Yep, that's crazy. And how long have you and Elizabeth been married? Oh, goodness gracious. This is 2023, so 23 years coming up in June. Yay, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank that you. That is awesome. And tell us a little bit about what do you do for a living? What's your job? I'm a geologist with ExxonMobil. Uh, I look around the world and try to find the best places to to extract oil and gas out of the subsurface. That's so cool. That's why I asked you because I was like, I've never met someone that said I'm a geologist. That is awesome. So thanks for sharing that with us. Um, So three daughters. um, I know the joke usually in the world is, man, wow, that's a lot. Girls are a lot. But I also know when it comes down to it, dads are always thrilled to have daughters. And so what is your favorite thing about being a, as culture would say, hashtag girl dad? Oh, girl dad. Um, (laughs) Well, I just absolutely love ever since they were born all the way up till now and just seeing joy in their eyes Mm. like you know there's something about dads and their little daughters have them wrapped around their fingers (laughs) and things like that but it's it's all because there's a there's a light in their eyes and a joy that they can pass to you and that you can pass to them yeah Mm, that's awesome and I know um how does it feel to be uh, their protector? I know that's a dad thing as well. Yeah, that's um, that's something that's funny. Like around the house, when we when we talk about that, it's like, are you sure you're ready for that, or <laughs> do, you, do you need to go do that specific thing? But then at the same time, you know, I try to throw in a lot of levity with it and mm-hmm. just be silly and funny and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So when you and Elizabeth were thinking about having kids, starting that conversation, and then when Amelia came, um, share with us, what are some of the foundational principles that you and Elizabeth use to raise your girls? 
Well, we, uh, you know, it's funny, Elizabeth and I, we disagreed on the number of children we wanted to have. Like, really? Uh, she wanted to have like five to seven and big wow. full house. <laughs> I was like, um, how about two? Um, <laughs> I was from, you know, just a brother and I. So mm-hmm. um, it's very interesting. Like speaking of that, just having one brother, no sisters. Mm-hmm. And so my mother is my only female like role model, uh-huh. if you will. Um, and then she was, you know, mother to two boys. So she was, didn't even fit into the mother of girls category. Yeah. So that was different for me. Very different for me. I guess for Elizabeth and I, it's, it's a lot about just teach by example, mm. immersion into, you know, God's principles. Yeah. Um, how, how can we model Christ-like behavior for them? How can we pass on the teachings that he has? How, you know, the things that God has shown us through mm-hmm. the Bible and the revelation that he's had through that. And then just how do, how do we put that in practice? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we do that through like family time, a mm-hmm. lot of family time. Um, but our family time probably looks a little different than some of the others. I mean, yeah. I know that we talked about uh, dinner time, Yeah. but we, you know, we really turn off electronics during dinner time. Like there's no electronics during dinner time. Yeah. And then we just talk. And sometimes mm-hmm. our dinner time, conversations last an hour maybe two yeah and we're just still sitting there and we just we just love that time to Mm -hmm. to pour into them and then have them pour back out and so they can tell us what they've learned what they've done through the day yeah hey I I know as a teenager it was annoying sometimes but I remember because I of course grew up in the land before cell phones so I'm kind of the both and I've had it before and I or I didn't have it and now I have it but I remember like our our landline would ring and we would not answer it Mm -hmm. during dinner. And that just, that stuck with me. And I remember as I got older, how much that meant to me of, man, my parents were so intentional after, you know, my mom worked in the home, ran a daycare at our house. My dad worked in a refinery. And so seeing the intentionality of when we're home and together, we're going to shut the world out and pour into one another. And very similar to your family. I mean, our conversations went long, um, out of all three of out of the two of my siblings, I'm I'm the talker, so I know I contributed to that quite a lot. Um, but those were super foundational moments for me as well, and so that's really cool to hear how your family um, does that. Um, so as you know, here at Northside, uh, we use the Orange Curriculum, and so if you've never listened to one of our season two episodes, we are going through the phases, and the phases of growing up came from the Orange Curriculum. We use that from birth all the way to graduating. However, in our student ministry, we um, kind of adapted it a little bit. We uh, resource it and things like that, but we more so operate under the umbrella of Northside's overall church vision, and so we want our students Um, We want to help every student love God, love others, and impact the world with Jesus. And the way that we do that is weekly we provide a place for them to connect to Jesus, gather in D groups or small groups, and then we provide opportunities to serve with their family and friends. And so, Robert, when you hear that vision, Amelia has graduated out of student ministry, Miriam and Lillian are in the student ministry. How does this vision partner with your parenting of your kids? This, this just fits perfect with, with our thought process. Mm-hmm. Um, we've strived throughout our entire parenting um, journey to find the right place mm-hmm. to do exactly this, the, to, to love God, love others. And then to how, how can we teach our children to go out and do the same? Like, yeah. um, 
you know, we recently just had at church, uh, you know, a, a whole series on love God, love others. And it just fits so perfectly for us. Like, mm-hmm. how do we do that? So we, we do this and we, we do this through like just modeling Christ as, you know, a family. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that children learn and everyone, it's not just children, but everyone learns by watching, by example. You can talk about something, you can say it 15 times, but if you put it into action and they see something like that happen, it suddenly dawns on them like, oh, this is how it's supposed to work. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you can find a place that teaches you to love God above all things, then love others, and then go take that and be disciples to other people, that's the firm foundation that we're trying to do as parents. Yeah. And then we can create, you know, generations and generations after us mm-hmm. of of people striving for that same thing. And then and that's God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Are there, um, and this is a, a question I'm just throwing at you off the, off the cuff. What are some, what are some of the things that you do as a family where you get to live out um, what it's like to be Jesus? Oh gosh. Um, you know, we, we volunteer at, at different times. It's not all the time. It's not every day. <laughs> um, it's not, uh, you know, um, different things. We, um, we talk a lot about, you know, in our discussion time, whether that's in the car or whether that's, um, on the way, um, or in, at dinner time, is like, why do people act the way they act? Mm-hmm. And like, what, what's their motivation, you know, like yeah. in acting, like, what's your motivation for this? We, <laughs> we talk about that. All, and it's not what your motivate their motivation is, but what's behind it, what's yeah. behind that behavior. So it's a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of challenging mm-hmm. um, them to um, come back to us with some of the responses. Yeah. Like, um, okay, how can you help um, one of your classmates today? Yeah. And we went through a series of um, just a, a daily routine at dinner time, just asking, you know, what funny thing happened today at, at school? And yeah. then, you know, do you get that little funny thing that happened and we'd all get a chuckle or what did so-and-so do today? Because, yep. you know, there's always one of those uh-huh. kids. <laughs> Um, and then like, well, how did you help somebody today? Mm -hmm. How did you act like Mm -hmm. Christ today to someone else? And so it's, it's just simple questions like that. And then don't let them off by saying, oh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You got to dig in and you got to ask them. That's awesome. I love hearing that. Um, so your daughter, Miriam is the one currently in high school. Um, she's about to graduate and launch, which is crazy. Um, but we know from our friends at orange that in the high school phase, students think like a philosopher. This is the phase where students are emerging into independence and they are asking questions like, where do I belong? Why should I believe? How can I matter? What will I do? And so when you hear those questions, do you see Miriam asking these questions through her words or her actions? And then how do you as a dad meet her in those moments? We definitely see Miriam asking those things, <laughs> um, whether she's doing it verbally or, or, or um, just in her own way. We've yeah. also realized that each daughter, each person is an individual. And they're <laughs> going to ask and do those in different ways. Um, but yeah, um, she, you know, Miriam will ask, hey, I want to go out with friends tonight. And mm-hmm. then some of the things that we start flipping around on her is like, well, where are you going? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Who's going to be there? Yep. And then when do you think is appropriate time to be home? Um, so yeah, we do see that. Um, 
we have lots of discussions with Miriam um, about like what is truth, mm-hmm. um, what's going on in the world today. Yeah. Um, how are the actions of people changing just in her lifetime? Mm-hmm. And um, what's that mean to her? And let her ask any question. Yeah. We have a pretty open ask me anything kind of thing with our our children. And um, to the point sometimes we're like, whoa, where, where'd that come from? <laughs> But we do enjoy it, and and sometimes we have to pull it out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is always that little push and push yeah. and pull that you have to do with teenagers. Yeah, I think it's so cool to hear you say that you have an open, essentially an open door policy for questions. Because when you think about a high school student and this this idea of them emerging into independence, the fact that they Number one, there's always some like awkwardness of like, can I really ask mom and dad any question? And for you to meet them with, no, I'm serious. Like ask me any question. Um, Just what a moment of um, just affirmation for them to see you not only as dad and mom, but then they get to see you also as an adult figuring it out. And so they're, you know, you've said that you and Elizabeth love to teach by example. And so even in that situation, when Miriam is figuring herself out and, and deciding, you know, okay, how am I going to be when I'm not Miriam Winger at home all the time, but I'm Miriam Winger at college or in a job. Um, she will have had these conversations where she sees her mom and dad um, being adults and, and making adult decisions and having adult conversations with her, not so much the, you know, typical mom and dad conversations anymore. And so I love that you open that up to your girls. That's that's hugely important. Um, and we know too that um, in this phase for high schoolers, you know, they get their driver's license in high school. Um, things are shifting and changing. And so they are motivated by freedom. So how do you use moments where your daughter is asking for more freedom and asking for boundary lines to be tweaked? Um, and you mentioned that about, you know, what's an appropriate time do you think that you could be That's home? Right. But to go even a step further with that, how do you use those moments to teach her about God, to bring her eyesight back to Jesus? What do those moments look like? We started when we, they were really little playing the why game. Oh, and what this is for us is, and for me, is when they come to ask me a question, and I I will turn it around and say why, and they will continue to to dig deeper into yeah. the question about why are they asking that question, and then almost every single time it comes back because God created it, mm, that's right? Cool. And so we also do that, you know, not so explicitly. Um, <laughs> Because that gets kind of boring when a teenager and you're just trying to dig deep yep. by saying a one-word question in response. But um, we do ask, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And then um, are, are you thinking all the way through this? Mm. Um, we do allow, you mm-hmm. know, um, a stepwise fashion into um, establishing more and more freedom. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think that would be pretty... Um, I look back on my teenage years and say, <laughs> if my parents would say, you're not going anywhere, then that would have caused even more rebellion. Correct. Um, so we're, we're pretty <laughs> flexible when it comes to that, um, yeah. as long as they know the, the rules. And then, um, you know, one of the other things that we do is, as parents is try to get to know the, the families or the people that they're going out with yep. and then that they're, their families as yep. well. So it's it's allowing them the freedom to do it, mm-hmm. um, but always sort of being there to check on them, mm-hmm. and don't be afraid to pull it away. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't get up when your alarm goes off and you're late to school, 
you're not allowed to drive yourself to school anymore yep. for a period of time yep. um, until you can get that trust back. And yep. so um, there are the things like they, they, um, they have privileges and we, and we do have the abilities to take them away and we do take them away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that just, when they're asking for a boundary line to be lessened and then they're allowed to cross it. And then, you know, there are those times as well where it's like, Hey, well, now we have to tighten it up because it didn't go the way we wanted it when you asked for it to be lessened. Um, but again, I think, I just think back to um, something the Lord revealed to me a while ago that I never really thought about is boundaries were in place even in the garden, like even before Adam and Eve sinned, which just shows that God is a God that wants boundaries in place because he knows it's best for us and they're loving. And so I try, or I have tried Um, more recently with students when, you know, they'll come to me and it's this boundary wrestle with mom and dad. It's, I'll try to bring that back into perspective and, and ask a question of why is, why do you think that's there? How are they showing you that they love you in presenting this boundary? And so, um, love the why game have never heard of that. And so that's really cool. Um, and love how you walk with your girls, um, through finding, um, and experiencing more freedom. So when we think about high school age kids, um, you start high school with 208 weeks of influence left. Well, Miriam has way less than that. Um, Lillian is coming up on that. But when you think about your kids graduating from high school, launching from your house, Amelia has already done that. Miriam is getting ready to do that. Um, What do you hope your kids will have learned from you as their dad when they launch? Oh, um always strive to do your best, mm. not someone else's best, your best. Um, God asks us to, to run the race and yep. try to finish first. And so we always try to do that. Um, mm. If you're trying your best, then that's all that I can ask. That's mm-hmm. all that God can ask. That's all Elizabeth can ask mm-hmm. is to just do your best. Um, I think another thing that the wingers do is, is when something bad happens, just it, they say life make lemon lemonade out of lemons you know that mm-hmm. kind of thing but just you can't change that fact yeah so let's just move forward with it mm-hmm. right learn from it and move forward with it um like how to just think through things yeah. like logically think through things like step away from the emotion step away from the moment and how can you just think through logically god mm-hmm. established logic for all of us to use. Yeah. And it's very helpful, right? <laughs> it, it, it takes away that like, oh, do I need this mm-hmm. purchase of something mm-hmm. um, to the, oh, well, I already have three of those. I don't need that. That's yep. a want. Yep. Um, so to think about that, um, so so how to search for the truth logically. A mm-hmm. um, couple other fun things. I want them to know how to build things. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. Uh, I think it's pretty great now that when we get one of those new, you know, shelf kits or whatever, you know, in the house to build a bookshelf, mm-hmm. I don't do that anymore. The kids always jump in there and they're the first ones that want to do that. And I just think that's such a handy thing to yeah. know. Um, and then I teach Miriam about this a lot, but, um, uh, and M- Amelia as well right now, Mir- Lillian, it's coming for you too. Um, <laughs> is uh, any guy that they meet and bring to the house better know how to fish? Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Better know how to fish. That's awesome. Because they know how to fish. I love that. That's awesome. My dad's thing was always... 
because I have an older sister than me than my brother um and so for his girls it was always I hope you get married really and truly but you will know how to change a light bulb change a tire mow your own lawn weed eat your own lawn all the things and then also it wasn't um can they fish it was if a guy comes to our house you better have a firm handshake oh yes because if he doesn't he's not it (laughs) so oh that's awesome that's those are great things um so when you think about other parents who are currently raising high schoolers, they are about to step into that high school phase. Um, as a dad, as a parent, um, can you expound even a little bit more? What are some practical tips or encouragement you would give a high school parent like as a last kind of charge? Yeah, we talked about just doing things with them, right? And, yeah. and having that dinner time. But um, we still do buddy time at times too. Um, you know, I take Lillian out, um, to dinner her sisters are at jobs now so (laughs) it's more of the Lillian and I but we you know we make time for each other Mm -hmm. um if the girls are working late we stay up late Mm -hmm. and then when they come in the door you take the five to ten minutes to ask them how are they doing what happened today Mm -hmm. um invest in the time you know what did they learn today out of those situations as well um you know people are going to be people and so we, you know, I, I just think that they, you know, parents can model again, mm-hmm. like we said, like one of the things that we're finding is, is that even adults are, you know, mean to mm-hmm. the kids and, um, they're seeing this as adults now where they didn't see this or teenagers now mm-hmm. and where they didn't see this before. And we, we say, well, okay, you cannot respond, right? You have to have respect for the situation. They are a you know, an older and a superior, um, but doesn't mean the situation is right. Mm-hmm. And then we bring that home. We talk about that situation and then we move, um, t- teach them coping skills or, mm-hmm. or management skills with that sort of thing too. Yeah. And that, you know, just, just talk to them about doing things for others. Yeah. That those are the, the main things I would pass on to any mm-hmm. parent, whether that's teenagers or, or younger. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. So good. Robert, thank you so much uh, for sharing today. This was a great conversation. I know um, that high school parents are going to be encouraged. And just thanks for sharing from your life and the things that God has given you for your girls. That's It means a lot to us. Well, thanks for hosting. Uh, it was a fun time. <laughs> and I look forward to doing it again sometime. Yeah, it'll be great. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Midweek. We hope that you enjoyed the conversation and are walking into the rest of your day with some encouragement on your parenting journey. God has chosen you to be the primary discipler of your kids, and we are cheering you on and praying you up every step of the way. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure to check out the show notes for some extra resources. If you are looking for a new church home, we would love to invite you to Northside Christian Church. We have services on campus and online every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m. We would love to have you join us. That's it for this week's episode. See you next time.